Hello, hey, this is Miss Jess Rushing of Rush Vibes, and I am accompanied to my left by Sir David Rush Vibes himself, and we are here in the audio audio and in the fleshio. (laughs) Um, Audio and fleshio. For our episode of rushed vibes and uh i'm kind of excited because this has been a long time coming i almost sang that but i didn't it's been a long because i knew he'd sing it a long time coming but i know so um yes this has been a long time coming Mm -hmm. shout out to mr cook the late great um We've definitely been planning this for several years, definitely since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, It took me a while to accumulate all of the technology we needed, but we finally, you know, we on a shoestring budget, (laughs) we kind of, kind of piecemeal this thing together. And for the last, what, three months, we've just been doing like test, test episodes, (laughs) all audio. So this is actually our first time shooting on video and going to put it out into the world so curious to see how we do on camera and audio at the same time but yeah rush vibes in the building um you know we 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 have a introductory uh podcast clip a trailer whatever you want to call it uh so hopefully you listen to that before you jumped into this but just to kind of give you all uh uh, a glimpse of, of what we're going to talk about. So Rob, we're married, David and Jessica Rushing. We live here in Charlotte, North Carolina. So we'll be discussing, you know, things happening here in town. You know, mm-hmm. the, the city is is growing at a, at a crazy rate, insane rate, uh, especially when you look at like the real estate statistics, even in the midst of the pandemic, you know, real we're estate. Like number six. Cities yeah. To live in. Still, still booming. Um, we definitely want to talk about culture, current events, things happening in the news. Like we'll, we'll touch on, the election and, and what it's been like post November 3rd. And also we'll talk about marriage, but you know, really this is just an opportunity, a platform for us to discuss whatever we want to. And, you know, for us to give our opinions on things and, you know, maybe some advice and in, in areas where we've had some experiences and just to, you know, give off good vibes. So, and just have conversation. I yeah. Think, um, conversation. We've been doing this for so long that I feel like, our our conversations take a new depth from the podcast. Yeah. But it also means that during the day, there are certain things like, <laughs> I won't talk to you about because I'm like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're here to have conversation. We, if you fa- are familiar with us on Facebook, we banter with each other a lot. I think some I don't people. I banter is I think you pick on me and then your little, your little fake pay hive. <laughs> They chime in. J-Hive, the J-Hive. Um, Self-proclaimed. But you, no, you pick on me too. We just ban, we go back and forth on Facebook and I, I hope people don't think we're serious. Wrong. But, um, sometimes we're serious, fake, but we're pretty news. lighthearted about it. Anyway, Wrong. Um, he's going to do a lot of Trump 
interruptions because <laughs> I only got how many more weeks left? You got like sixty days, I think. Yeah, I um, mean, and then he'll be out. No, nah, he's such a staple in in American history now that there's yeah. there's no forgetting him. So before we before we get into that, what are you what are you drinking? I am drinking Don Julio Repasado with uh, Saint Germain elderflower liqueur, lime juice, and a little orange liqueur. So I'm drinking uh, Double Oak Woodford Reserve, gentleman's drink. Neat. Neat. No, no ice. No rocks. Although it was in a fridge, so <laughs> so it's rock. It's a little, it's a little tim. Okay. It's got a little. Got a little um, I needed it. ice in my drink because uh, I'd be slurring my words if I was just drinking tequila, triple sec, and elderflower liqueur with lime juice. Yeah, that's ice. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, you'd be you'd be a little sideways. It's straight alcohol fermentation up in this glass, but it's okay. Uh, I can handle it. Can you? So why didn't you? I did. I put ice in. No, I'm saying without the. I thought well, you said you could handle cold, it without the ice. Because uh, elderflower is uh, syrupy. Gotcha. So I needed, gotcha. I needed that chill to take the syrupness off. Anyway. So uh, I think. That was such a harsh segue. What? So like this isn't the news. Actually, it is. You gotta ease ease oh, people ease, I'm into. Sorry. So. <laughs> I didn't say attempt to seduce. Uh, um, no, I was going to say, um, you know, I think the, the title of this pod is called uh, Post-Election Vibes. And, is, and, and and there's subtitles to it. Like I imagine we'll touch on Thanksgiving, you know, like favorite dishes, things you're looking forward to, how we're going to celebrate and how, you know, maybe um, that compares to years past. Obviously, this year would be a stark contrast for a lot of families mm-hmm. out there. Um, and then, you know, whatever else we get to, but definitely wanted to touch on the election and your reaction to what's happened <laughs> since, uh, since it has seemingly mm-hmm. the winner has been declared, you know, I know the the media doesn't declare the winner, but uh, it, it definitely looks like as more states move to certify their vote counts that Joe Biden is going to be our new president. president come January 20th and Kamala Harris vice president. So shout out to history that we are living in. Yes. Every day. Oh yeah. So what's, uh, how do you, how are you feeling about the election? I still have, um, some feelings towards a presidential candidate West. I feel he, he was wronged. Um, presidential candidate West presidential candidate Kanye West. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! I forgot he ran for president. Um, yeah, I, I feel like there needs to be some some more votes counted. I feel like more people probably voted for him, and um, you know he deserves to have an accurate understanding of how many people did vote for him. So um, I'm definitely for the recount in that. In Are you being serious right now? I don't know. Okay, I, I don't know. Um, because I'm because I'm very I'm apolitical. I don't like real speaking on politics. Um. Especially with our current president. So, because uh, I can either. The thing is with politics, I have to be either just not involved or overly involved. So, I, it's hard for me to take a balance. But I will say I'm very appreciative mm. that um, 
Joe Biden won. Okay. Um, I have my conspiracy theories. Oh God, here we go. Because uh, I, I might be low key a Democratic conspiracy here, theorist. Here we go. I feel like he's going to get sworn in and then like send the American people a letter of resignation a week later, <laughs> and Kamala is going to take over. No. Um, well, I think he. I think he understands that. You know, he's definitely a bridge. Yeah. President. And he's a one term and we everybody well, knows he's a one term president. Yeah. I don't want him to run for another. I feel like he Turn needs your, to go ahead and shift your mic if you're that yeah. way. Yeah, there like you go. That. Okay. Yeah. Better? Cool. Can you hear me now? Can you? Good. Yeah. Um Where you did you expect the camera to speak back to you? I don't know. Okay. Um so I think I, I really think that he may I my thought is that he'll do like a year and then step down. And then Kamala can step in. Uh, I really think this is really this is just an opportunity for her to step in as president. That's that's the plan, and I'm here for it. I'm here for her being the first black Southeast Asian. She's Southeast Asian um, vice president. I think it's a it's a wonderful thing. Something I noticed all of the. You know, you have Barack and then you have Kamala now. And neither of them have living parents to see their children accomplish this big goal. And that oh, yeah. kind of bothers me. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I haven't really heard Kamala speak much about her dad. Uh, I always hear her talk about her mom. Um, yeah. But I'm of the assumption that he is no longer with us. He's not living. So um, that's something that bothers me because I feel like that's, that's something that their parents definitely deserve to see. So it's unfortunate. And I'm sure that that's a, a great conversation to be able to have with your, your parents if they yeah. were alive. Like, hey, mom, like, I'm about to be VP. Yeah. That's a big deal. Um, so that's, that's something I, I, I think we were watching Obama being interviewed by Oprah. And I thought about that. I was like, you know, none of his parents live to see, to see it happen. And, mm -hmm. and then same for Kamala. So I don't know if that's just like a curse of immigrant presidents and vice presidents Curse. in America, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, we'll let I you think, have it, but you can't have I, all I of it. I think that's just, you know, the way the cookie crumbled. Yeah, it's just the hand that, that they were dealt. Yeah. I, know, I wouldn't say it's a curse. It's unfortunate, but yeah. anyway, I, I'm happy. I'm happy because I mean, it's all about representation. I love uh, when uh, we have a four-year-old daughter and, you know, Kamala Harris was on the TV and I said, you know, who's that? And she was like, it's the vice president. I said, who does she look like? And she said, she looks like me. And that, that's enough. And that's a big deal. So I'm here for it. I do find it interesting. We almost touched on it the other day and then we like stopped the conversation that when Kamala was running for president, I was like, I was not team Kamala at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I just, you know, she, she was just doing the most and yeah. then she became VP and I was like, yes, queen, I'm here for it. Like I am, I am standing behind you. If you want to go for the presidential route, go for it. So yeah. it's interesting. I, I think that's like forgiveness culture, acceptance culture, <laughs> everything is a culture. So I'm just going to add culture to the end of it. But yeah. for us to have gone from jumping on her about her prosecutorial background and, you know, the people she put away. And now it's like, all right, it's cool. We're going to let this slide. Um, yeah. And I think that's just a black thing. Like, I feel like black people are really big on forgiving 
especially ourselves is like yeah you know he's not great but 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 so i i'm happy i i kind of need a break from the last four years yeah um i wasn't very politically involved when obama was president in terms of watching the news and stuff Mm -hmm. but i feel like we at least had a day or two where he wasn't in the news for some reason and with trump it's like every single day on local news he's like he's being mentioned or referenced so it'd be nice to have a president that i don't need to concern (laughs) i hate to say like i don't need to concern myself with like i don't have to worry about biden y'all can try like they'll come for him i'm prepared for that but it's like i know he's going to be diplomatic i know you know if he says something controversial it's probably going to be by accident it's not going to be intentional and he's really just going to be like grandpa biden just bringing everybody together yeah uncle joe yeah. So that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a long week for mm-hmm. me. You know, we, I know we, we sat here and watched the uh, the preliminary returns come in. You know, I, you know, I get excited for my Wolf Blitzer. Y'all, let me tell you, David, exit, exit polls. David wouldn't even get up and go to bed. Nah, I was down here on the, like, this is our, you guys can't see it, but this is our living room. So our TV is, is here behind behind the camera and our couches is right here in front of the, the table that we're sitting at. So I posted up and I was watching, I was watching the returns come in. This is uh this is like, you know, the presidential election is, is, is comparable to like the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, it's every four years and, really excited. and, and you know, half the country is for one candidate and half the country is for the other candidate. So everybody's like really, really dialed in. You know, you have all the the weeks and or months and weeks and days leading up to the election where you're getting, you know, uh, Tyrone or, or, or Travis or, or Eric <laughs> is texting you asking if they can count on your vote or if you're registered and letting you know where you can go to register. Um, and I'm like, yo, one, why is your name Tyrone and why are you texting me? Like, like we go back. They went hard this yeah. year. And number two. I've already, already if you can get my information, like you should be able to see that I'm already registered to vote. Like, don't, I don't need you texting me. Like, there should all, be a all thing hours that tells of the night. that we already voted. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, this, the stakes were high, you know, there, you know, there were half the, half the country wanted four more years of, of MAGA making America great again. And then the other half was, you know, the resistance side was, <laughs> was looking for, for change. <laughs> to call back a, a previous campaign. So yeah, I was, I was dialed in. Um, I, I didn't trust any of the polls, mm-hmm. you know, we can't really put any, any stock in polls because you have people. One is always a small, until someone, it's always a small number of people that they're actually, me, I yeah. don't believe in polls. And, uh, and even that, you know, you may have people who deliberately Lie. just give you falsehoods. That's the, falsehoods. that's, that's, that's the official word of saying. Falsehoods. Falsehoods. Not lies. Just falsehoods. Falsehoods. Untruths. <clears throat> Untruths. So, uh, Tuesday didn't get, I, I got maybe a couple hours of sleep and I had to go to work. Um, or was I off? I was off you one day. Off when I was off Thursday, I think. You had No, it was off Wednesday. Yeah. So I was up, to, I was up all night Tuesday, was off Wednesday and then was up all night Wednesday. Had to go to work Thursday, up all night Thursday. And then Friday you went to a women's retreat. Mm-hmm. I was watching. And I think Friday a lot of the, you saw a lot of stuff shift, right? Like Tuesday night, it was like, oh, the Biden campaign should be nervous. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, well, some of these returns are coming back. Like Virginia flipped at like 
2 a.m. I think Wednesday morning. It was it was crazy. Trump had to lead the entire way and mm-hmm. entire way Tuesday night, and then all of a sudden Wednesday early Wednesday morning it flipped because a lot of states didn't count the mail in and yeah mail in absentee uh, ballots. So I was just dialed in, and then when Friday you could kind of a lot of the the headlines and a lot of the talking points and a lot of the pundits were starting to say like this lead that Trump had in these you know handful of battleground states it's it's going it's going to go away because if Biden keeps the margin of uh, that he had in, in terms of votes that he had established when they were started to count the mail-in votes, you know, he was, he was going to pull ahead and, you know, Saturday afternoon it happened. And I was like, Oh wow. You know, CNN finally called. I missed it. I was taking, we have two daughters. We have a four year old and a, and a, at the time a nine month old, I was taking the nine month old upstairs to put her down for her afternoon nap. And then I came downstairs and then phones, just messages, texts, tweets, Facebook. I was like, man, I wasn't mad that I missed like the declaration, I was mad because I missed Wolf Blitzer Declaring telling it, it. Oh. telling it to the world. That's, you know, that's my guy. I do. We, we go back. That's so, my man. So I'm going to segue because no. we're, we're speaking about our guys. No. So I just, I don't know. Don't do this. I, oh no, I lost my, my headphone. Yeah. See, that's what you get. Uh, hold on. Stand by. So I don't know what channel everybody used to, you know, watch their uh, election information. But we are um, we are a firm CNN family when it comes to election information, and when I tell you, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but John King, he came through with the thickness. I could not take my eyes off of John King. He, I mean, he came through with the hips, had the little booty poke out, like, and he was getting it. And CNN let John King work so much overtime. And I guess it makes sense because I don't know what hole John King crawls into until the next election. John King is... I don't see him ever. That's because you don't really watch CNN like that. I only see him during election time. I mean, that's that's prime time. Yeah. That's when he brings out the magic wall. John King was (laughs) goat. Goat. Yeah, he got he got some love on on social media he got this time all around. The love. He got a BuzzFeed, like just a whole <laughs> article, just different tweets. John King came through, and they they worked him to he would he would work until probably like two a.m. and then he'd be back at, at like nine, at like eight o'clock, nine nine in the morning. This. I was like, do they have cots in the studio <laughs> for John King to sleep on? Because he was definitely not going home. Yo, selection seat. Yo, this is this was probably one of the bigger, like it was insane elections in recent American history. Because Obama, we knew that night. It was just like I remember being in my dorm room, dorm yep. room, and yeah. and watching the results, and it was like. I think a lot of people were were nervous. Like, are they really gonna let a black man win? I know. So there was that, but you know, once I think once you get into like. The, the Midwest and, and the Western states when they start, when their, their polls close. I mean, yeah, we knew relatively early on that night that Obama was going to pull it out. But this this one, I mean, a lot of people, there's a lot, a lot of people had a lot riding on it, mm-hmm. on this election. So yeah, the John King stuff is is funny. And what was so funny about it is, and I know this because I was, I was up watching all of it, is that 
you know, they would, a lot of people got on CNN because they would always say like key race alert. And then they would go to John King at the wall. And he was just saying the, the same, same thing he said the last segment. And that. now we can report, a, we have a key race alert. Let's go to John King in the magic wall. Like, John King was like, well, we're waiting on these ballots to come in. But if you look at this county here and this county here, those are blue. And they were blue last year. They were blue last, last election for Hillary and they're still blue for Joe Biden. So if you look here, the president winning in rural states, and it was like John King literally just kept saying the same stuff yeah. over and over again. But it's, I mean, the way he maneuvers that screen. He does. No one. He's no, a goat. No one can handle that screen like John. Goat. And I was getting to the point where if I saw someone else on the screen, there was some young cat on it. And I was just like, yeah. He was pretty good, too. He's but not, he's not John King. He's not John King. Yeah. He's not shaped like, he's, he's not shaped like <laughs> yeah. John King. In four look, years, John King put you are, on that good meat. You are a married woman. It don't matter. Like. And it's not like you're talking to just your podcast. But I'm literally your husband, and you're saying you're lusting over John King, John King's hind parts. He was delivering the hips too. He was delivering those election results, and I was here what, I for think, it. I didn't think that that one button was going to make it on his blazer. It, it, it shouldn't have. I thought it was going to pop. It shouldn't have. And there that's were so guy, many though. people who didn't recognize that's my, that's that John guy. was thick until I started calling out. <laughs> like John, John don't put on some meat. Yeah, that's my guy. Um, I'm mad at him. Yeah, but no. In in all seriousness, no. It was uh, it was. I haven't been this dialed into a presidential election since uh, Barack Obama's first first camp first time running for for president. Obviously, I was in college. That was my first election that I could vote in. So that's why that one was <clears throat> was as important as as it was. But yeah, I was. I was dialed in, so I didn't get a lot. I think maybe I got maybe maybe eight, ten hours of sleep that entire yeah. week. There was one night I was like, "Go to bed," and you were like, "No, no I'm still, I still got to watch." I, I was like, but it, "You're sleeping, <laughs> like you're 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 not dope, like you're sleeping." Yeah, uh, but it, but since since Joe Biden has won, it's it's been interesting to um, or since Joe Biden has seemingly won and, and stepped into the the president elect. Uh, moniker it's it's been interesting to see presidential behavior <laughs> well no not well, well not, i mean it's definitely obviously a different tone i mean the they're they're polar opposites uh and if anyone i think if anyone that's one thing probably most of america is can agree on is that they're two completely different men and candidates mm-hmm. so you know it's it's been interesting to see how people are like you know, fighting, you know, saying, oh, well, all these, these ballots, <laughs> you know, Trump literally was saying, stop the count <laughs> during, during election <laughs> night, which was, it was funny to me because it's like, well, how do you just stop? Like, nah, that's it. <laughs> We're just going to stop counting. It, it don't count. We're going to stop counting ballots that, that have been, that have been sent in like weeks in advance. This We're is just gonna precisely stop. why I am an advocate for political stop no 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 we're not we're not gonna do that tonight <laughs> we're not gonna do it i told david that if you run for president oh and gosh. win and you are not someone who has been in politics or studied political science you need to take a concentrated six-week course no. that educates you on Wrong. the american political system Wrong. before you start running our country Wrong. anybody who gets a new job has to be trained this Wrong. dude thinks he could stay there and be like no stop counting. no one one even if he had and i don't know what trump's education educational level is but even if even if he were uh, had a political science, a poli sci major in undergrad, he still probably would have been like, stop the count. 
And so it's it's been but you know, I mean there's there's a parallel here, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously because in twenty sixteen, you know, there was the whole um uh Russian collusion cloud mm-hmm. hanging yeah, over the election. Were they this year? Like they and just, they just took the year off. To be honest, I, I think without getting too deep into it, the damage has been done. I don't think they need to do anything. They've already like Yeah. Put in security they, they, in our whatever, system. What they they wanted to like shake. They wanted to make us what we are currently, like mm-hmm. as polarized as we are as a country. So they've they've succeeded. Even 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 though Trump's lost, like you hear all these all the pundits on TV that he's not going away. Like he's still going to be just as, if not even more, mm-hmm. powerful because he's not limited to his rhetoric. Isn't limited to, even though I don't know that he was ever limited in terms of the stuff he says. It's and not limited to knowledge. you know as a president. Yeah, like. Pre- presidential knowledge and yeah of you like trump is not going away knowledge, so knowledge. yeah the russians they did they did what they what they needed to do in, in their mind but there's a lot of parallels in like the election being challenged and i remember in 2016 people hoping that you know the electoral college you know they wouldn't actually certify you know they wouldn't actually cast the votes for for trump so i i remember it and and you know there's you know both sides have their yeah, you know they they're 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 hypocrite. You know each side has has been very hypocritical at various points of both elections, but it's just like I've never heard, I've never seen some, I've never seen a side go so hard at voter fraud, and but when it was every, only when in every, select places. Well, well, <laughs> well, not not only that, but like when every study you've seen or every study you read says it's not massive even if there is mm-hmm. like i mean obviously yeah there's gonna be people who because like, your boy who voted for his dead with for his dead wife yeah but they're but one. it's not it's not like ma- massive fraud no, it's so it's it's kind of crazy to see people really cling to that but i mean you know you want your your side or your your candidate to stand power you tend to take mm-hmm. any avenue you can to try to see that it comes through and just to verify that it was an actual legit election so I think for me, I loved the unity that came with Biden winning, like just seeing all the different parades and and people in the streets. And, you know, you had Muslim women, you had blacks, whites, gays, straight, you know, everybody was represented. Had Van Jones on TV. Character matters. <laughs> Everybody was represented. Good person matters. <laughs> and if Trump had won, it just would have been you know MAGA and you know Van like, was you know Van was like in the back, like before they came on for that last segment when it was like all right Biden's probably going we're probably going to be able to call this you know he's probably in the back like getting his little eye drops that, that seemed a little forced. I didn't like see his, it. You have to pull it up I'll on go, YouTube. I'll it seemed, it seemed a little forced. It. it was like Van like. Because Van like, was talking com- like a couple days before saying calm down. he's like the most bipartisan person ever. Yeah, like like calm down, Van. Like, You're probably not, sir. But okay. like Trump, Trump, like a couple years ago, Trump got up and read a speech from a teleprompter, and Van Jones was like, "In this moment, he became president." I was like, "What? He read a speech? <laughs> Come on, Van, that's a low bar." That somebody else wrote. Um, uh, wait, wait, before you get started, let's take a quick break because I need to get some more liquor. Okay. Okay, right. and we will. Uh, we'll be right back. Right back from this liquor break. <laughs> <laughs> liquor break. Y'all go get some too. All right, so I'm good now. I got my, I got my liquor re up. I got my re up. So we were talking about um, John King. I'm kidding. <laughs> we will never discuss John King again. I'm a band. I'm canceling CNN. No, you because you love Wolf too much. Uh, what were we talking about? The polarization. Of- yeah, you were about to make a point about the polarization of. Um, I oh, think I was. 
don't know. You were about to say something. This is why you're not supposed to take breaks. Um, Well, I cut you off intentionally. You did. But now I don't know what I was saying. But cold world. It is a cold world. And now. And it's actually fall, so it's actually cold outside. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cold. But anyway, I'm I'm glad that we're past the election. We'll see. I think we were talking about voter fraud and. Oh, yeah. How it's, you know, it's people are saying it's not widespread. Like I I saw somebody on Facebook. I won't say their name. had said uh, there were millions more votes for Trump that weren't counted. I'm like, based on what? Like, I mean, if you want to if this is something that Trump has done very, really well is that he's made his base or his you know people who are likely to vote for him really doubt the integrity of the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And more so than any, I think, candidate in, modern, in yeah. modern history, American history. So, you know, when, when all the outlets are saying, even the Fox News, you know, when they, when they said, you know, President-elect Joe Biden, like Trump turned against him, and then a lot of MAGA followers turned against Fox News. So it's interesting to see that dynamic unfold. Mm-hmm. But... If you've been able to convince, like insert just even a hint of doubt in the mind of people that the mainstream media is corrupt, you know, that that paves a way for a lot of these red state, you know, blogs and, and, you know, (laughs) a lot of, of, no, not, I don't want to use that, but I mean, a lot of people who are like bloggers and, and really, really passionate passionate and and you know some some zealots for whatever their their causes to really be seen as you know the the truth mm-hmm. and i think a lot of what they they sp- i don't know if spew is the right word but a lot of the stuff that they project may not necessarily be grounded in in fact mm-hmm. and legitimacy but you know if you feel like you can't trust mainstream media you're like oh well these guys got to be or these people you know have to be trustworthy so i i think and that happens on both sides for sure i don't mm-hmm. think the left i don't think you know people who are liberal or find them, would consider themselves democratic feel like you know fake news is 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 running rampant with with all of the the news outlets but you know they have their their radical side too or their radical outlets as well but it's just it's been kind of crazy like how do you <laughs> like somebody said just like with confidence just put on their facebook post like there were m- like millions of votes for trump that weren't counted i'm like Where based on how like, like based on what how like no he's just he just lost and that's okay perfectly like somebody has to lose like Every, there, yeah there, my, everything my, there always know, has to be a loser i don't know if my brother is gonna listen to this my brother daniel out in california but uh shout out to to him and and old head uh, uh kurt curtis hawes uh well, we used to play pickup at the at the gym in, in Union County here in North Carolina. And when there would be a tight game, Kurt would always be on the sidelines. Yo, somebody got to lose. Somebody got to lose. But that doesn't like somebody. There's always going to be a yes. loser in a competition. Because you can't have two presidents. Right. Like, you can't gonna, be you, a tie. You can't. So, you know, it's like it's OK to it lose. And, and you honestly, still and you know what? If your candidate loses, you still get to wake up and be American the next yeah. day. Like, like you don't, don't lose, you, you lose no rights, you lose no voting privileges. You, you don't, don't evaporate. We we don't make you move to Canada. <laughs> they don't want you. Like yeah, we can't even get to Canada. Like we're locked. We're literally. We are literally locked down. Maybe yes. not county to county, but we can't go nowhere. Like I mean, mm-hmm. we might be able to go to Mexico. Mexico don't really want us. Nah, uh, our cousins just went to Mexico. Oh yeah, 
Shout out to Ashley and Stefan. Hey, I can't wait for we our couple. I can't wait for our couple's trip with them because uh, I know it's going to be everything, and we I'm going to let we have them. one scheduled. No. Oh, I so you're speaking wait. it. You're speaking, speaking it into existence. existence. And okay. I'm going to let them plan it. I'm not even going to be they better part of it. I mean, that's what they do. I'm be like, they better, they better here, plan it. Here's the money. Here's my debit card number. You just you just pay for stuff for my half of stuff. But I so think we, the we, one we have we have two cousins, um, cousin on my side, Ashley, and then her husband, Stefan, who we are very high. We, we very high on. We love them, obviously. They're they're such a beautiful couple. They're they're they're. Very when you talk about power couples, like this is they. Ashley and Stefan. Like Ashley is a uh, uh, higher higher up in uh, in um, U.S. Bank. Uh, they're 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 starting to expand their territory here in Charlotte. And then did Stephane, an amazing interview on the news. On local news, yes, um, absolutely. Go find it and watch it. She was so beautifully eloquent. It yeah, was, Ashley Ashley Lund and Stefan is, um, I believe, a, a branch manager for Truist. And uh, is it here, Truist yeah. or Trulian? I don't know. I think it's truest. Trulian is a is a is a um, what are they called? Not banks, but uh, spinning your fingers. Credit union. Not, okay. No, that's Truliant. No, it's maybe not. Maybe Truliant is what I'm trying to say. It's truest because truest took over for SunTrust. It's Sun because that it's literally called. Okay, well, we're I mean, formally SunTrust, not Truist. Yeah, I don't know because you always you always trying to challenge me. You always trying to correct me. Why we're putting their employment information? Oh, oh yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to do that. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Work that out. But um, but they're to our point. They're a power couple. They are so. They are who I feel we would be if we didn't. If you didn't get me pregnant twice. Wait a minute. How is this? Anyways, no, but. They they're very important people in their respective industries, and um, they they're always just, they're but, just amazing. People. And yeah, they and they try. How do we get to talking about them? How do <laughs> I don't know? <laughs> they they travel. Oh, travel! You said you can't wait to travel. Yeah, they they travel a lot, and they they are every time they travel and they post their stuff on Instagram. It's it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So and you feel like you're on the trip with them. Yeah, I think they get, their Instagram is the catch me if we can. I don't know if they still post on that, that oh, yeah, I don't account. Know but, but they uh, uh, they went to Mexico. Oh, we were talking about going to Mexico, and then you said, "Ow, that hurt." Mexico, uh, Mexico, uh, and you talked about how they just went to to Mexico, uh, and they had a great trip. They're actually currently in Phoenix, not Phoenix. They're in Arizona. We are literally just giving out all their. We are. Um, <laughs> please, I hope this. I, please, don't, some serial killer, don't, don't, don't kill us. Don't go. Kill kill my cousins, cousins, we love them. Um, but they are a powerful couple and it's it's a wonderful thing to not only know but be related to a powerful yeah. black couple. And yeah. even for me, for them, looking at them, I love seeing how Stefan loves her. Sure. Um while I was pregnant with Sovereign, we had a weekend that they came over for dinner and you know, just it's when you're in a cup a powerful coupleship. Is that a word? Um, that's one thing. I like coupleship. Um, it's very but simple. Getting ready. I think it's we relationship. talked. Be quiet. Just let me speak. I think we spoke about this um, after they had left. I said, you know, and not trying to toot us like we're some like great power couple, but we're. I feel like we're a really good couple. Like we complement each other well. So it's really nice to see other black couples that complement each other well. Yeah. And you know he. The way he speaks about his wife, he he just adorns her, and it's so beautiful that I was like, oh my gosh! And I had to remind myself, like, yo, you know, I mean, you got that too. Calm, calm down. But it's, it's you do need to calm down because you do have it. 
Anyway, um, but I just love them as a couple, and they're they're just uh, amazing. Just seeing the world, nah, and yeah, they're they're awesome. No limitations, and I um, I appreciate Ashley, and I definitely push the girls to look up to her. And that was something I said to her when she did her interview on the news. I was hmm. like, I, I I showed it to Solace. I let her watch it. I mean, she was four at the time, so there's only so much she processed from yeah, it. She probably but, yeah, she probably didn't care about but it. But she appreciated. <laughs> she I was like, like, that's your cousin. Like, right, it was it was just like, I was like that's I've, your I've cousin, and person. she was like, oh. Oh, cool. Like, yeah. she looks like me. Because uh, Salas is really in this she looks like me phase where yeah. people look like her. She appreciates it more. <laughs> so, you know, and I messaged Ashley and I was like, you know, you're you're killing the game. And I'm so proud to, you know, to be related to you and to yeah. have my girls look up to you. So anyway, from that, we were saying we can go to Mexico. So we'll go. We can go to Mexico yeah. if things um, if things fall. But it's funny how I was so paranoid about this election. And again, it's the conspiracy theorist in me. And my passport expired last December. And before, you know, the year of our COVID, I was going on a trip to Curacao. I was supposed to go on a girl's trip to Curacao in July, I think. So, you know, I wasn't really pressed on getting my passport renewed. I knew I was going to get it renewed before the trip. And then, you know, COVID kicked in, so I didn't bother getting it renewed. And then I was like, yo, if Trump wins, how am I going to be able to get out of the country immediately? Because that was something that I legitimately why feared. Would you, why would you feel like you need to be out of the country if Trump won? One, because I'm a first-generation American, so I feel like he would be like, you're not a citizen. But I married a if citizen. He had four, if he would have kicked you out, he would have done it I don't know. in the first I'm just, four years. I'm just naturally paranoid. I'm just one of those people who it doesn't take much. Like, I... I, as a kid, I watched Unsolved Mysteries, and there was like the episode of the Chupacabra. So I was always afraid to go outside because I thought the Chupacabra was going to snatch me off the ground. Um, but anyway, so that's how extreme my mind goes. So I was really like, "How am I going? <laughs> how am I going to get out of this country?" And everybody in the house has a, a passport except Savi and I. So at the, that time, I didn't even have her birth certificate. So I like hurried up and ordered her birth certificate. <laughs> just in case we needed to flee because i just didn't know what the country would be because you know if you're privileged you it's not a thought you have to have but if you're not i don't think this I'm, I'm sorry i just disagree i feel like a lot of people like, think I, i'm crazy no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not crazy i don't think you're crazy i just heard a lot of a lot of rhetoric was just kind of is really hyperbolic and and excessive and it's kind of out of this world mm-hmm. and i don't think you know I heard, i've heard things like oh so we're on the brink of another civil war and maybe you know maybe we are i mean we're, we're extremely polarized and and trump has definitely has his base you have democrats republicans and then you have have magna so you know maybe but i i don't know i've never really been like i i know like people have been buying guns and, and ammo and preparing for the end of the world and for i was whatever. trying to get on a plane and leave but i i, I just feel like it's that's a little overblown mm-hmm. i think mind you i'm a diehard advocate for the the handmaid's tale so i have these i okay so the thing with me is i watch these things that enable my yeah, I'm about mind to, i'm about to cancel the all the <laughs> they all enable the my mind so you know that first episode of the handmaid's tale where they're like trying to get to the canadian border and they don't like that's that's where i was thinking like i'm gonna get so to we were and they won't let we me were leave. we were talking about ashley and stefan and i'll have to have other people's um, babies family so speaking of family because I'm, I'm 
I'm desperately trying to get away from this topic. <laughs> Speaking of family, uh, we're recording this on Sunday. What's today? November 22nd. 22nd. So a few days before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanksgiving 2020. Mm-hmm. The year of our COVID. Yeah. So I know Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday. It It is my favorite holiday. But this is going to be a very different Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because of the because of the pandemic and because of cases that are starting to, to rise again. So we had a big gathering planned. Not and, big. Well, uh, not not big. It, our we, ten, our we, family, we ten, had our, our bubble, unit ten, our yeah. bubble had had planned to gather for Thanksgiving, and you know, as cases have started to rise, and you know, our parents are definitely obviously older, so they would be high risk. Excuse me. We've, uh, I think, like, can we note that eighty percent decided that we're going to stay here and oh. probably use some form of of video. Zoom. Chatting or Zoom or FaceTime, group FaceTime for, for Thanksgiving. And um, yeah, it's going to be different as it is for, for a lot. Well, I don't know because I, I was looking at the news and there was like, like the most people like have flown out this week since know, like the beginning of the pan- pandemic. Like, all right, y'all really trying to, yeah, like, look, I ain't, ain't going to miss this turkey. I ain't going to so, miss this stuff. In- <laughs> I'm so torn because I'm just like. We were talking about this because I've been looking at my, and I know we've done things, and I can you can feel people's judgment. So this I, double oak is hitting. I didn't say you could have some. Hmm. It's pretty good. You know my uh, my friend David shares my name. David Allen. His wife shares my name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're we're literally David and Jessica. I told him to have out. a daughter and name her Solace. Um. He put me on because we went out. We, we I went up to his place one time. We had cigars, and he was like, "You know, I got this double oak." And he was like, "I shouldn't have bought it, but I did." And I was like, "Okay, you gonna pour it, or are we just gonna talk about it?" So he poured <laughs> it, and it was good. So I, I went down yes. to uh, to my spot down in South Carolina. South Kakalaki. South Kakalaki. Shout out to South Carolina. Well, shout shout out to Southern Spirit in South South Carolina. I still don't really rock with South Carolina. Yeah, I usually use, I use it as a shortcut to get to where I'm trying to go to in North Carolina. <laughs> That's really the only reason I would, I would, or to get my my alcohol because it's not a con- or liquor because it's not a gas. not a control state. Um, but yeah, it's Woodford Woodford Reserve Double Oak. That's my. That's so my if you need to send David a gift, send him uh, Woodford Reserve Double yeah. Oak or the cash or just Woodford. Amount yeah, just so it. he can purchase. Well, yeah, just it. just send the cash. Um, cause we just, do, we do, in your, what, what was we, it? There was, um, we do take funds. What was it? Was it Katrina? There was like a, a phone-a-thon going on or something. And I think it was like a president or was, I think it might've been Bush or somebody got on, on camera. They were like, folks, we appreciate your canned goods or whatever, but just send your cash. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Bush statement. Just send your cash. Oh my gosh. What but were yeah. we talking about before you cut me off? You keep cutting me off. Uh, yeah, my bad. Um, we're talking about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, I need you to talk to your mic. Dude. I am talking you know you're to talking my mic. To the side of it. <sighs> this is an this argument is, we have had. We fight over this constantly August. because I'm the one who has to handle the post production, right? You don't. You just you you do this, right? You speak 
and you make fun of me and you talk about me and you you lust over John King's hips. John King. But I'm the one who has to do the post-production and I have to listen to what everybody else is going to listen to. Mm -hmm. And everybody will hear me. And when everyone complains yeah, they're enough, gonna hear, they're I gonna, will speak. They're going to hear you because you're going to speak into the mic. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is me. I'm speaking into the mic, y'all. Um, Just you a little too close. You might you about to do some Jill Scott stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to calm down. I don't need you. You told me to speak into the mic. I said speak anyway, to the mic. I didn't say. Speak to the mic. I'm speaking to the mic. Anyway, um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I I was saying, you know, we've done some things that I can feel like you can feel people's judgments like yeah. You just know the people who are judging you. So I know we've done some things, you know, our daughter turned 5. We did an intimate um birthday celebration, but literally everything you do oh, is, it wasn't, is it wasn't really intimate. It was intended to be intimate, but <laughs> it um, was in a public space, so it wasn't really that intimate. But the intention was intimacy. And there, no, were, it wasn't. there were more people in the public space <laughs> no, than I was under the impression would be there. Yeah. But, you know, we went, you know, we, you pray, you, you ask, you know, Jesus for some covering and, and you, you, you party on. Um, but there are people who are doing worse things that I see. No, that church. That, <laughs> had a look, revival. There is a church that's, that had like a week long convocation revival. I don't know how many demons they need to cast out, but they had parking attendants. Only they cast them out, and they invited them in because everybody <laughs> got COVID. Everybody who was out there I'm had COVID. I'm surprised I haven't heard on the news about it being a super spreader event, but I'm confident everybody left with a blessing of COVID. Because it was so like I drove, we drove by, and I looked over, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then yeah. I texted David because I was in, I was in our cousin's car. And I texted David, and I was like, "Yo, there are these there are two church buses in the parking lot, parking attendants. This is gonna be a super spreader event." Anyway, but that's that's one thing. I've seen people that I follow on Instagram, and you know, they, I see them at party day parties, and you know, they got VIP tables, and they're getting bottle service, and I'm like, "Is this?" You know, 2019, is this 2020? Like, when did this happen? It's now. Oh, in the year of our COVID. How do you not have COVID? Either you have it and you just have, you're asymptomatic. You don't know that you have it or you had it and you just kept it to yourself and you're still living, you know, your party life. But there's, there, it's a risk regardless of anything. Sure. Like, the grocery store is a risk. The gas station is a risk. The doctor's office is a risk, no matter how hard you try. Simply because people can be asymptomatic. Uh, I'm thankful that, you know, nine months into a pandemic, we, to our knowledge, have not been touched by it. Yeah. You know, our immediate family has not been touched by it. You know, everyone's still healthy. But, you know, Thanksgiving is different this year yeah. where, you know, it was supposed to be in my vision. It was it was going to be a big deal. We have our new baby. We have, you know, our, our brother and sister moved down from Virginia. They have their new house, you know, our parents. So it was going to be like a big, you know, Savi's first Thanksgiving, you know, our brother and sister's first Thanksgiving in North Carolina as a, as as residents. So I was really excited for that. But you know, these, these numbers, they just keep going up and up and up and up. And, you know, I'm kind of with Trump where I'm like, you know, if you keep testing people, <laughs> the numbers are going to be up. So y'all let's stop the count. Stop, stop, the count. <laughs> stop getting tested. And then the numbers Hell, will go up. It's that stop, simple. Stop the count. That's, that's one of the few things that I'm like, I get it. I, <laughs> I don't agree with him on many things based off of his delivery. But that's the one thing that I look back on. And I'm like, you know, your boy is making a good point. Stop the count. If you keep 
testing people, you will keep getting positive results. <laughs> but no, and you will no. keep seeing the numbers increase. So no. stop testing people, no. and the numbers will go down. No, I mean I people. I'm here for. I'm like, you know what? All right, so we're having fun, but still, Donald makes a good point. Wrong. So listen, if I'm yes, just, if you if you if you test more, then yes, officially on record, you have more cases. But even if those people don't get tested, they still have it. Yes, but we won't know. It doesn't matter. They still have it. The, I like, am don't team. nah don't 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 spread there, that pet. Don't spread that propaganda. <laughs> If you stop testing, I really just thought about it and what he said, and I was like, that's smart. Nah. nah, Stop testing. Stop the count. Stop the count (laughs) and let the winner win. Yo, um, so this is this will be very difficult. Uh this would be a very difficult Thanksgiving for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to make it seem like we're we're unique. A lot of people are struggling with this. Uh, I mean this has just been a difficult year. Yeah, I mean all I mean we've we've lost Titans uh in, in the culture. We've lost Kobe, we've lost John Lewis, we've lost Elijah Cummings. Chadwick. You know, we've lost Chadwick, we've lost a lot of people. Um it's, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Like and it's not even I thought over. I thought the Mayans, like I thought all right so the Mayans like this was this was the Mayans were finally right <laughs> like 2020 Did they say 2020 or I don't was know. it 2000 I don't know but they were probably like you know maybe they're off by a couple of years like I was like yo this like I just the rapture is is it's coming cuz everybody's just going out in 2020 Yeah if this was we the We lost rapture, Alex Trebek We did that So I did can you start moving it cuz it's making noise I'm trying to like rest um, my leg So but that's the hard thing about this year because it's like there's a global pandemic. So if you if unfortunately you get called home by the the pandemic, it's like, well, this is something that is 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 hitting everybody. But to be able to survive a pandemic and it's something else that takes you, I feel like that that really really hurts. Like I was talking to my mom and my aunt in Ghana. She's not really my aunt. She's like my grandmother's cousins cousin i don't know um but you know Your relative by default she's an aunt like that's that's just how you know africans be on some other stuff it's not even just you know, it's not titles. even just africans it's latinos you know, it's, it's, no it's, well first of all you're not latino so don't speak for latinos i can you because latinos have confirmed this to me how many two two oh out <laughs> of how many in the world like, anyway, like you would, like you count. an authoritative figure like anyway, stop the, that's speak. gonna be our new thing to just stop talking about something just stop the, stop count. the count i can speak on this i i represent them okay anyway they like we just default into people being aunties so oh it's your mom's cousin your auntie it's your mom's uncle cousin your uncle so anyway she passed and i was talking to my mom and i was saying you know it's so hard to to think like there's a global pandemic and you can survive the pandemic not be touched by that and then something else takes you like that's that's really hard yeah. um i don't know how to verbalize it but it's just it's something that I get it. that it, it's tough you know 
and it's sad and it's scary because the pandemic is invisible. So it's like if you can overcome that, and there have been stories well, the vi- on the, the news, the, the virus, virus, excuse me, yeah, um, is for the most part invisible. But like I've seen stories on the news, like that lady, there's a lady down the street. She unfortunately passed. She got hit by a car saving a little boy, but she had contracted COVID. She survived mm-hmm. COVID. And then, you know, she was saving a little boy pushing him out of the way and she got hit she took the impact of the car and she died and it's like wow you you went to you got you contracted covid you went to the hospital you survived you came home and you know being hit by a car is what you know ended your life that that's heartbreaking yeah so you know it's it's just such a an overwhelming year and you think like it's still a blessing to not have been touched to have you know survived Again, we don't know if we've been exposed to it and, you know, we didn't catch it or we're asymptomatic or, you know, maybe by some by God's grace, we just haven't. And nothing COVID has come near us. But to me, it's just Thanksgiving is that time where everybody comes together and it's just a glutton fest and you know i i was thinking about our kids and and you know being able to spend thanksgiving with their grandparents and you know the baby you know she's fallen in love with our 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 brother and sister's dog and you know her being able to play with them and it's just every you're at the point in life i mean as an adult every decision you make has a consequence but every like with covid every place you go has a consequence. Everything you touch is a consequence. Every person you talk to, if you elbow bump someone, if you come home and you touch something before you wash your hands. So it's like you literally have to consider every single action you do. Mm -hmm. Like I remember we, we had a potential scare. We went to pick up some school supplies from Salas' school and the parent who met with the teacher right before us had been potentially exposed. So they were waiting for their test results. And I couldn't remember if I had put hand sanitizer on immediately after I signed the document. So it was like, now we're in quarantine. Now we're quarantining ourselves because we don't know. And it's just, it's that thing. And it's that, you know, if you go somewhere or you go to someone's house, that that's a potential exposure. And I think that's the overwhelming thing for me. It's like, it's actually, it's the asymptomatic aspect that's, overwhelming for me it'd be Mm. one thing if it was like you can track covid and everyone has the same symptoms but but the fact that it hits people differently and doesn't hit people at all that's horrifying and that just kind of shows you how little control you have in life and see all right so i think we should take one last break do you need another no i don't need Let's take a little break and then we'll we'll come back and we'll wrap up. But no, I I, I definitely agree with with everything you said. It's um it's wild times for sure. I mean, millennials. You and I are millennials. We've literally are you lived. still a millennial? I mean, am I still? You don't grow out of being a millennial. You're you you're a millennial. You up there? No, I'm not. I'm not. Some of the oldest millennials are like forty. Okay. Or pushing forty. I'm thirty three. That's pushing forty. No, it's not. <laughs> pushing forty is like is like thirty eight. You know what? All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, so. And we're back. Um, and unseen. Un- what? Unseen. You know, when you seen, so no. unseen. No, you don't unseen. Growth. No, you bro. say it's action. Oh. 
Um, yeah, so you're pushing 40. Um, but anyway, it's just, it's. I'm, not, I'm 30. I'm literally seven years away. I'm not pushing 40. It's not put, when Honestly, you're pushing, you're right up on it. As soon as you're in. When you push a shopping cart, you're right up on it. You can, I'm not like, right up on 40. Blow hard enough, you can push a shopping cart. No, you can't. You can. And only you talking about blowing stuff. This is not that kind of podcast. Are there podcasts like that? I don't know. I'm pure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, it's an interesting year, and yeah. a lot of people are traveling. And I, I keep saying I'm going to stop watching the news, but I keep watching it because it's part of my my routine. The past, you know, eight months. ABC, baby. ABC is just. I should be getting paid is how much I'm watching ABC. So I I keep seeing, you know, the numbers are going up and this and this and this and this. And all these people who are traveling and people who are apparently in lines, epic lines trying to get tested. And then you've got these tests that aren't necessarily accurate. And, you know, you've got these timelines where it's like Susie gets tested on Monday. And Yo, how long has my hat been? <laughs> Not I feel snapped. like I noticed it maybe like 20 minutes ago. But I, I didn't notice anything? it. I just saw that it looked weird. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I failed you. I take you that. I, I own that. But I keep seeing these timelines where it's like Susie was exposed, like got tested on Monday and then was expo- and got a negative result and was exposed on Wednesday and went to like a house party on Friday. And contaminated. I feel like Mike Pence when he had the fly on his head. And nobody said Look, nothing. Did my anyone ever do a follow up interview with him about that fly? Mike Pence don't. Mike Pence don't care. I know he doesn't. He makes me uncomfortable. Um. Anyway, because I feel like he's like John King in like a vice president where you just don't see him and yeah. then you see him. Mike Pence is cool. You know how there's that meme <laughs> where's that guy who's like has a sign like change my mind. Where he's like drinking the coffee mug. Is that Mike Pence? <laughs> Somebody photoshopped Mike Pence's head on him and it was like, <laughs> white rice is too spicy. Change my mind. <laughs> white rice? And I don't know why it was so funny. It's just, so hard for Mike Pence. Like, Mike Pence doesn't bother anybody. He doesn't bother anybody. He's like the most, he's just, he's, I don't want to be vice president. He is, vice the president. A, he is the typical vice president. He just does whatever the president, he, he's the hype man. The first. But he's man. not even the hype man because the president will be like, yo, you get too much attention. <laughs> you no. hype it too loud. But like I was saying, so all these people getting ready to like travel, take their test real quick, get these rapid results that are going to be inaccurate. The numbers are going to skyrocket. And I'm like, if you knew you wanted to go home for Thanksgiving, like I just needed you to do a legit lockdown for two weeks. Yeah. But that's impossible. Yeah. Even in a pandemic where it's advisable and then you got these judgmental people who are judging your every move, like it's impossible. Like you're still going grocery shopping. If you're not going to the grocery store, you're getting groceries delivered to you. If you're getting them delivered to you, that person is touching groceries that someone else picked from the store. Like there's millions of contact opportunities. So like there are moments where you just get so overwhelmed, but you're just like, yeah. screw it like que sera sera and then there are also moments where it's like whoo there's a pandemic and i'm just going to lock myself in a bunker sure mm-hmm. um and then you got the people who are like there's not a pandemic <laughs> well they realize it's a pandemic but they they don't 
you know, there's there's some legitimacy to the fact that, you know, news outlets only talk about and you know, positive cases mm-hmm. and how those are growing up, but they don't talk about how what the actual mortality rate is. Um, and I'm not here to puff either side because, you know, everything's political. Um, but, you know, the news has become pretty like one-sided and that mm-hmm. it, it only, it tells you about the, the, the stuff that's likely to kind of shake you up. Like, Oh, like there were 2000 some cases recorded in Mecklenburg County today. And, um, <clears throat> but that's stuff you need to know mm-hmm. at the same time. So I, I get it. Um, I, I kind of get where we're both, both sides would, would be coming from on that, on that particular issue. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of tricky. We've, um, you know, when when things first started shutting down earlier in the year, you know, we were we didn't go anywhere. I was the only one going to the grocery store and, and coming back and I was being careful. I was making sure the cart was sanitized and I would, you know, wash my hands before I touched the or use hand sanitizer before I touched the cart and I wash my hands when I got home and um as cases started to plateau, you know, obviously we, we started going out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um as as spots started to open back up but now as cases are, are back on the rise you know we, we definitely had the birthday party for our now five-year-old and we were you know everybody had masks on and you know kept 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 their distance but yeah I, it's it's scary yeah it's it's not it's not something that i was talking to my mom this morning and was saying you know you don't want it to have complete control over you the Absolutely. fear of contracting it and potentially dying or or infecting someone else who you're really close to and love you don't want that to control you but you know it's a reality like mm-hmm. it's, it's possible you don't know how this virus is going to hit you don't know who, who it's going to hit how their body is going to respond and and how deadly it could be so you either err on the side of caution or you you decide to live life as you you on your terms, but try to be as careful as possible. And you just, you, you hope for the best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we're, we're kind of right now on the side of being a little bit more conservative, especially through, through these, through the fall and winter. Um, cause when the first, when the pandemic first hit, we didn't see our, my parents, I didn't see my parents for like six, was, like three, three, four months. Three months yeah. yeah. So and they missed like the first three months of not the first three months, but they missed a lot of sovereignty. Yeah development yeah our, our youngest yeah we, and that uh, that kind of i won't say it affect their relationship is, is fine yeah, it's fine but it's it's different than what they would have had the, yeah and and what they've had with with our oldest so yeah it's just been a tough year man but you know we're yeah, you know i've you know i i i've 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 seen people one a lot of people have decided that they, they're not going to let this pandemic, you know, stop them from, you know, doing, trying to do better for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people have been laid off job industries have gone away. Businesses have, have had to declare bankruptcy. Um, like I said, people have been, millions of people have been laid off, but kind of like in the last recession, you know, you've seen this, this growth of new small businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like our neighbor just started, our, our neighbor Mike just started his own, t- started a t-shirt line yeah. called Support Your Folk. Shout out to to Mike. 
Um, and his sister makes amazing cupcakes. So if yeah. you're in the Charlotte I thought area, it was his aunt. No, she's his sister. Oh, you said it was his aunt. No, I've always said sister. Oh, okay. I'm glad I never her name said. Is, is Tasha the cake lady? Um, if you're yeah, if you're in Charlotte, her, her cupcakes are banging. They're amazing. Um, and you know we're starting a podcast yeah, and a YouTube channel at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've I've I know that this has been a heavy year for a lot of people. Like I said, we've lost some titans, and and when it comes to culture, you know, people have been laid off. Um, businesses have had to close down. Uh, there's there's a lot of uncertainty about what the future will look like. You know, we still don't have a vaccine, even though you know, there have been a couple of companies who have had promising trials. But, but even so, I mean, even still, I mean, I'm just, I just, you know, if it's up to me, you know, if if I were to say one thing to people, and one thing I've had to constantly tell myself over and over again is like, find way, find things that can you know, that you can can do to change your circumstances mm-hmm. if your circumstances are, are not where you, what you want them to be. But um, also get rest. I think that's something yeah. that I've also been big about. I was talking to my aunt a couple months ago, and she, you know, she's a fashion designer, um, Pauline Asma Designs. You can find her on IG. She pretty much almost every major event in my life she made the dress for she can look at you and 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 just figure out how to make a dress and she's been working hard for what my whole life like i i've only known her as working hard so she had mentioned like you know funerals and weddings and parties are a big part of her business and because of the pandemic people weren't doing those so she wasn't you know her business kind of stopped and she was able to rest and yeah. that was a big deal. So, you know, hustling is ha- is great. Yeah. Going hard is great. I support you. You know, all your different ventures. I'm here for it. But if you are in a position that you can take advantage and rest, yeah. I'm definitely an advocate well, for. Well, yeah. And, and, and not everybody is is entrepreneurial and, and wants to start a business um, like for me this pandemic has caused me to appreciate just being outside mm-hmm. because, you know, I work from home now. Um, I'm in a room in our house for eight hours a day, Monday through Friday. So, you know, when the days were longer, I know where it's, it's fall now. So the days are a little bit shorter, but when the days were longer, mm-hmm. I would, I would just love going outside from five thirty to like, <laughs> like 8 PM, just sitting out back, having a cigar. Leave me alone with these kids. Yeah. Um, or I, I would take one of them outside with me or both of them, you know, if I weren't smoking, uh, just just being at peace, not looking at a screen. Uh, you know, there was a there was a period of time where um, I think it was either China or L.A. or, or you know, just a lot of a lot of the over the a lot of the, the busy metropolitan areas in the world. When the country shut down, you could actually see them mm-hmm. like from satellites, like a lot of the pollution and stuff like shut down. So. You know, I, this is definitely a trying time for a lot of people, and I don't want to. I don't want to downplay that. That a lot of people have have suffered mm-hmm. significant losses, and you know, whether it be you know people passing or loss of jobs and or just just general uncertainty. But you know, I, I think things slowing down earlier in the year did provide a lot of opportunity for perspective and for people to to take notice of things that they may have taken for granted and to really learn to appreciate them. And you know, I. 
with the pandemic, you know, I, I, for me, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, nailed home that, you know, is like life is short. Yeah. You know, and nothing's guaranteed and nothing is, is, is owed other than unless you got to trust. <laughs> nothing is really owed to you. So, you know, if there's things you want to do. If you have dreams, if you have aspirations, man, just, just go for it. Like I, I never would have thought that I would want to have a podcast. I didn't know that when I was a kid growing up, podcasts probably weren't a thing. It was just radio. It was uh, up in, you know, for, for, for my Nova folk, it was smooth jazz. 105.9. Like it was radio. I didn't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Podcasts are going to be a thing, but this is me doing something with the most important person in my life uh, to, to kind of just see where it goes. Like this could do nothing or it could do something. I know. Like it's 50-50. It's going to do something or it's going to do nothing. And I would just encourage people out there just to just, you know, if there's things you want to do, like don't find reasons not to not to do it. Uh, if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's just that life is just incredibly short and you never know when you're going to go. So if you got if you got things on your bucket list or you've got aspirations, just go for it. Just start like literally just start. That's us. Like I've I've always been self-conscious about being on video. But here I am with the camera in front of me. I'm going to put this on YouTube on the World Wide Web. I'm going to put this we're going to put this audio recording, you know, on the Internet for anyone if they want to to download and critique or have their opinions about us. But you know what? So what? Mm -hmm. Like we're doing it. And, you know, it's just that first step is just the toughest to take. But once you take it, every step after that becomes that much easier. Yeah. And I was on Twitter. I wanted to say this at the beginning of the pod, but I think we're, we're, we're kind of close to the end. So I want to read it. And I, I saw this scroll, up, you know, come across my, my Twitter timeline and it just kind of hit me in my chest and it really convicted me. And it says a lot of people put imaginary obstacles, oh. imaginary obstacles in their way, because if they don't, they have to face the fact that they're the reason they're not where they want to be. Ooh, that's a word. It's like slap me Hallelujah. all up in my face. And like, like this isn't like a few months ago wasn't the first time I thought about doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, it was like, Oh, well, I don't have, I don't know how to, how to do audio. Right. Or I don't have a, bless you. I don't have a computer. Right. Or, Oh, no, but I don't, I'm not an expert on any subject. Like if you, if you allow yourself to, you will find every single reason why you shouldn't do something. Mm -hmm. Um, and what that is, is, is resistance as it's called in, in a book, the, um, the war of art by uh, Stephen Pressfield, I believe talks about resistance it's basically any anytime you have the talent or want or ability to do something and and things kind of you kind of self-destruct yourself basically you put obstacles you put obstacles in your way um so i'm not trying to preach or nothing but I'll, i'm really just saying like this is us doing what i just said like just taking a step seeing where it goes i don't know what's going to come of this it's fun because I get to do it with my mm -hmm. wife and best friend. And, you know, I know there are, we do have a circle of people who have been anxious for us to do something creative like this. And hopefully it becomes something. But if not, I mean, we're just going to have 
conversation. A bunch of uh, like, like a hell hell of a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, so and our kids can listen to it when when yeah. they're grown. As long as we don't cuss on certain episodes, because I don't want to. I said when they're grown. Oh, when they're grown, yeah. yeah and they're they can be like, "Wow, our parents are." Yeah. Wicked, wicked, whack. <laughs> they probably already think that, especially the five. No, we're still the five year old. I like, think we still got like two years before sh- we're not cool anymore with her. Yeah. So um, we're probably like I know we're over an hour, so I don't want to go too far. Yeah. But so yeah, this is Rush Vibes. We thank you for your ears and your listening time, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback that is positive, <laughs> please any, leave any it. Any feedback at all. <laughs> please um, send me the positive feedback, <laughs> and you can send David the negative feedback, yeah. um, as long as it's not negative on me. Uh, <laughs> if you have any feedback, reach out to us, You know, post a, your stars or your likes on the podcast source you, you want me to handle this one? i think you should handle yeah. this so wherever you're <laughs> wherever you got this podcast, podcast from source. wherever you you you're listening to it or you've subscribed from be sure to leave us a rating um whatever you feel we deserve go ahead and put um but definitely leave a comment if, if it's a lower rating because we definitely would love to know if you're listening what the kind of stuff you would like to hear or just opinions on this, the, the the topics that we that we cover while we're while we're speaking. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, we're Rushed Vibes R U S H apostrophe D V I B E S, and then on Instagram, we're Rushed Vibes um, R U S H D V I B E S, uh, and on YouTube. Um, rushed vibes as well so you can find us on on those three three platforms um, definitely follow us connect with us um, you know add us give us comments you know i'm i'm all about social media i'm i'm a, I'm a typical millennial in that i'm social media comprises a, a lot of my day so i'm i'm in there and and jess is as well so if you guys have feedback or you just want to kind of chop it up with this you know feel free to do so and we'll we'll definitely definitely hit you back um, before we get out of here, I do want to give a really big, well-deserved shout out to my man, Jay Belk. I'm sure you heard that intro music. It was fire. He um, went to high school with him. We play ball together. He's uh, an artist. I'll just call him an artist because he's a man of many talents. Uh, he lent us his his track off his latest LP, Growing. Uh, the LP is 2020. The track is Growing Pains. So I'm sure you heard the instrumental when you uh, first started listening to this. And, um, you know, I just going to put it out there. I asked him how much he wanted, you know, for us to be able to use it. And he, he gave it to us for free. And, you know, I, I just really appreciate it. It's, it's a blessing to be able to know him and to be able to use, you know, his, his work on something that, you know, we've put, you know, some sweat equity into. And if you, if you like the track, I'm sure you do, because it's, like I said, it's fire. It's on his album, 2020. And, you know, he's, his name is Jay Belk, J.B.E.L.K., Union County's finest, North Carolina stand up. So uh, thanks again, Jay. We really, we really appreciate you. And that's it. I had all episode where we can get I, on social think, media and I, that's that's it. So, I think so. Uh, check for us every Wednesday. We'll, we'll, we'll drop a, a new a new fresh episode every Wednesday. Hopefully, if this thing goes well, we can get up to two a week. But. You know, we'll get some sponsorships, <laughs> get some dollars, yeah, get some dollars. And, you know, after after a handful of episodes, we'll definitely start getting some guests in here. We've got an impressive guest list, especially if you're from 
uh, if you're local here in Charlotte, North Carolina, we've got a lot of. Uh, we want you. We've got a lot of impressive people who uh, who can't wait to get their stories on on record and, and have them kind of, you know, bring the thunder. Bring the thunder. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and um, please do connect with us on on social media and leave ratings. But if there's nothing else. Do you have anything? Until next time, I'm don't Dave. rush. Oh, are we gonna do that? I was gonna say I'm I'm Dave. <laughs> we know you're Dave. Oh, okay. When did you start going by Dave? Is that is that? I, I've always been called Dave. But you don't like being called David. I Dave. Just, I answer to whatever people call me. Okay. Well, he's Dave. You were supposed to say. Oh, you're Jess. And until next time, rush the vibe. All right, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Be good. Yeah. Wear a mask. Now Wash your hands. Social distance. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I done came way too far, can't stop me now I done came way too far, can't stop me now I done came way too far, can't stop me now I done came way too far, can't stop me now Stop me now, can't stop me now Yeah, I done came way too far, can't stop me now